All right, guys, we are live. My name is Dr. Sharnell Wolverton Sihan. Welcome to the show. Very, very excited to have Taylor Remington with us today. Of course, I have my amazing brother. Uh, <laughs> I love you so much across the pond. Craig Walker is here as usual with us to co-host today. How are you doing, Craig? I'm very good, thank you. And again, I'm very excited to have Taylor with us. Um, the reason being, um, many, many years ago, um, you know, we, we've had uh, Barbara Simons on the show talking about fundamentalist Christianity. Um, and uh, as a part of my journey, like I really got into sort of the Christian mystic movement mm. um, and started to listen to like Justin Abraham, Ian Clayton, Dr. O. And that's where I, I first heard Taylor, who um, oh. he started a, uh, a podcast called The Newer Project many years ago with mm. Zach. Is that his name? Yeah, 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 exactly. Zach, um, and um, it, it blew my mind. It, it was just what I needed at the right time, like asking questions. It was it was like a podcast, it was just like things you were journeying and, mm -hmm. and processing and, and this kind of knowledge that you had, talking about ancient Egypt, and you got Dr. O on the show. Yeah. And I was there like, wow, this stuff's amazing. And it really set me on the path that I'm on today in many ways. Wow, so that's awesome. I'm, I'm very pleased to have you on and, and – be interested to catch up and know what you're about. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you just fill us in, who are you? I mean, I've filled people in a little bit, but you know, where are you? What, what are you up to today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was, oh man, that was probably like 10 years ago or something that yeah, we had that podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but that was a super fun little short period we had there uh, for a bit. The co-host Zach, he had to, he was doing some other professional work. And so we had to, you know, stop some of it at the time, but, um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a, we had a blast doing it. So it's cool to, you know, it's an old throwback for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm out here in Spain. I live with uh, my wife and our one-year-old. Uh, we live um, in Catalonia. Uh, we live about an hour outside of Barcelona in a city called Girona. Um, Can I just say, I was in, um, this summer, I took my family to Tosa de Mar. Oh, Tosa de Mar is great. How far away are you from there? Uh, 35 minutes. Never. Oh. We could have met up if I had known. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 yeah, Tosa is just a short drive. Um, so next time. Next time, uh, next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll definitely. Brian and I were actually over there too um, last April. So it's been a minute, but yeah, that's so cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and Dr. O, I didn't know the connection there, but uh, I guess it was like 2010, I think, that I did a, a cruise thing with Ian, and Dr. O was one of the speakers as well. And but I don't, I have a bunch of his books. I honestly can't say I ever read any of them, but they were given <laughs> to me. And he's he's a beautiful man, and he's I don't really man. know too much about his teachings or anything. Brilliant, yeah, what yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, I studied with him for a long time, uh, eight years, something like that. Um, and was, you know, uh, really involved with helping out activate and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, pioneering my own thing, growing in my own, doing my own stuff as well. So it was a nice, um, you know, he was an amazing, he is an amazing, uh, you know, mentor and just someone that you can bounce things off of and super brilliant uh you know mystic and and academic and scholar there's a lot of 
uh, depth to him that he doesn't necessarily put out on the stage, um, but like in sort of more private stuff, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so um, my main thing is, I mean, there's a lot of different things that we can kind of rabbit trail into, um, but uh, I, so I, I teach meditation every week. I have a meditation, uh, it's called Ruach, um, and I do that on Sundays with people. We do a live thing and I take people through different types of meditations and things like this. Um, this is something that's been a big part of my life for over a decade. Um, I also uh, do like Christian mysticism courses. And so I, I, I teach just specifically on like different mystic stuff and different, um, if I can use this word, different esoteric Christianity uh, aspects of, of different, just, you know, sort of hidden things that are like underneath and that have been there that are, or whatnot. Um, I also have a master's degree in, in uh, theology and philosophy. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm very much on like the practical side of things and been a very big practitioner, you know, for, you know, 15 years. But at the same time, um, I'm a really big learner. Um, and uh, I would say semi-academic as well. Um, not as much as my wife who has her PhD. But um, yeah, so we, we have a lot of fun. We like to explore a bunch of different topics and different things. Um, I also do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very well versed in um, what I call astrotheology, like different sort of uh, natal chart stuff and, and all that different aspect of it. I help help people with that and help people with like their businesses or different things that they're going through with that. That's something I've been doing for over a decade as well, uh, working and studying that and just dealing with like future stuff and whatnot within that realm. Um, so yeah, there's just a whole bunch of hats basically that I wear. Um, I also run my own like digital marketing company from here. And so, um, it's a little, it's a little bit of everything. Um, but, uh, but it's a lot of fun. So I don't know, whatever you guys want to like pop into and chat about, like I'm, I'm game. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, when, when I, I can't remember what it was, I think I did use your post out or something. I can't remember what it was. And, and, and I mean, I followed your stuff for, for a while. Um, and uh, I, I love um, kind of kind of meditation, contemplative practice, um, and and you are all about this. Um, personally, you know, again, you know, Sean and I, we have um, a lot of a large portion of our audience wouldn't necessarily say they're Christian. Um, they might love Jesus and what it's about, that kind of thing. But they're they're, you know, in it's if you had to put a label on them, which I don't like labels, they would be classed as New Age, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and and just just having this community where we can all come together, like you say, bounce ideas off each other. I mean, I'm un, kind of unapologetically Christ-centered, um, mm -hmm. but uh, not in a in a in a religious sense. In you know, like you know what I mean by that. Don't totally. Um, so, so for your kind of practice, um, you know if we're going to sort of meditation and that kind of thing what's what's your process of, of entering in because i know like that that kind of mystic circle is all about stepping in and i remember ian clayton was get people to take a physical step to yeah. and things like that i mean um you know i mean we talk about chakras and energy centers in fact i remember dr o talking about those things years ago and it went right over my head 
Right. Um, you know, I mean, are you into that kind of thing and you teach that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, all the different aspects of it. I mean, there's different ways you can kind of play around with it, right? So you have the chakras, which um, is more of the central pillar system that you can work with that are just, you know, the seven basic energy centers of the physical body. I mean, if there's a Christian listening to this, I mean, you have like your mind, you have your throat, you have your heart, you have your stomach, you have your you know, your sexual organs. Um, these are all like really basic, like really important parts of our body that there's a lot going on. Um, and then of course, then you have other types of sort of symbolic ways of dealing with it, you know, depending on what you're trying to do. So you have like the Jewish sphero, the tree of life, uh, you know, which kind of um, works with the, the third eye, the throat and the um the solar plexus a little bit different than uh than let's just say like the just the straight um uh the straight pillar you know system um and not that one is necessarily you know better or whatever but there are different ways of being able to understand what they're doing and what they're doing in the body i mean with you know even with the the people i work with i tell them i was like you know just because you know like the way that christians even demonize it sometimes is that well i've seen this in a new age shop or i've seen this in like an easter this this is a hindu thing or something uh but you know i saw them like hindus don't own like the kidney that's in your body like these are just like basic uh things that exist within you know the the physical you know and if we want to use some other terms the etheric and the astral bodies and things like this that exist so um, there's a lot of different components that these things flow through. So yeah, my meditations, um, there's, uh, there, there are processes that we work with different types of things. Um, my meditations are very, um, uh, oh, how would I put them? They, they would, they, they would say that they're very creative and I'm very like attuned to, the sort of therapeutic needs based on what's happening environmentally with people. And so every week the meditations are pretty different. Like they're not the same. It's not just like maybe like, you know, like a simple breathing meditation. Like they're usually geared towards some sort of activity that I'm looking to either shift or get people deeper into or something that I feel like, you know, needs to happen, uh, you know, based on like mental health things or various things that I feel cosmically or whatever that I can tell that, you know, a lot of people are being affected by. Um, and so the meditations, uh, you know, are at least from my, 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 my meditations, uh, that I do come from like a Christian lens or Christian perspective. I'm working with those aspects of, um reality that are flowing through into creation and so those are that's my specific uh you know thing that 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 i work with so um but yeah it's it's not like stepping in or something like this it's it's very different than that sort of model of things it's um a whole range of things it's learning how to use the mind it's learning how to use the imaginative capacities it's learning how to feel your body learning how to become aware of different sensitivities in your body body is learning how to hold focus so that you can shift and do certain things it's learning how to become aware of the different subtle energies that are taking place in your system and in your body and in, um you know so 
uh, and it's working with archangels and, um, you know, a whole host of different things. And so it's, it's kind of a wide range of things, um, you know, working with the Holy spirit, whatever, but it's, so I can't really like kind of frame it up. It's kind of like, you know, um, it's, 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 uh, the main, my main goal is to get people to really awaken and to, for them to be able to understand and for them to be empowered to, you know, be the mystic that every soul can be, um, and working through the sort of, uh, things that we need to work through in our own phys physiology that causes these certain experiences not to happen, but use the shifting them so that experiences and various things do take place. Yeah. That is crazy. So I had someone contact me today because um, we had Barbara on and they mentioned Kundalini and the demon part of that. Um, you know, I have my own understanding of that on a physiological, physio physiological um, expression as far as the energy centers and like how it works up the spinal fluid, goes up to the brain. I have my own personal experience of things that kind of caught me surprised, even though I didn't believe in it at all. I had an emotional release the first time that I went. I really felt like God in me told me to go to this yoga thing, which was what, I don't know, over a decade ago, got all kinds of shit about it, um, just barely posted something and as a question and said, you know, what does everybody think about yoga? Mm -hmm. And I got like 700 warning messages of caution and like correction and negativity and you know and i threw it out there again maybe like five years ago just to see the temperature of yeah yeah you know how is everybody now and i think it went down to like 400 comments of fighting and whatever and then i threw it out again i think maybe like two years ago and I, you know, I'm just a data person. I look at data. I, I like to see like where everyone is growing. Like, where are we at now? You know, just throw that out there and see it. But what is your understanding of Kundalini with the energy centers and, um, you know, how, how that works for you? And what do you say when people come and say like, oh my God, that's demonic and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So obviously this is a really big subject that I think a lot of people that come from Christian backgrounds are really interested in. Um, I think part of the reason as well, like, especially if you come from like a charismatic background, you know, uh, there's just a lot of YouTube videos too that like in the Christian world, like, oh, Bethel Church, like they just released the Kundalini demon. Like, you know, there's so many um uh like attacking videos that basically use that term to sort of like delegitimize like any sort of like christian mysticism or christian spirituality um and also because the the imagery itself within the eastern context is serpent based right so it's it's depicted as a serpent and then we're coming from a christian tradition where the serpent is the you know antagonist that causes the fall so, you know, it's really hard for Christians to, to, to detach uh, that symbolic use of imagery um, from its sort of like origin. Um, and that's, that's, that's like one thing that you have to deal with on, on like on a certain level is, um, you know, you have to be, you have to talk about that, put that on the table, right? So 
on one level, there's this symbolic uh, issues that emerge. And then, <clears throat> then there's just the lack of familiarity with one's own body, one's own energy, um, spiritual processes. Like we, especially in Christianity, we've, we've totally neglected a lot of these and neglected any sort of, um, let's say, initiatory processes that, you know, move into, that allows a person to move into um, different states of consciousness to, you know, uh, have different types of experiences or whatever. Um, and uh, so, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, it's kind of like a perfect storm of things. Plus then you have a, a outside religion coming in with their imagery of certain things. So, um, I mean, the, the reality of it, at least the way I, that I understand it, is that, uh, you know, there's there's very clearly, um, even in the Jewish system, right? So in the Jewish system and in, in the text, there's very clearly um, energies that move downwards. So the downward from like the head to the base of the spine, there's that sort of energetic flow. Um, you know, we see this, let's say, symbolically in the Gospels with the dove coming down upon jesus right that's a that's a downward that's an incarnational um uh spirit flow and that's why it also comes as a bird or an image because once a spirit moves downwards it takes on form um and so there's the energy that flows downwards and then you know equally there's an energy that flows upwards um and this energy that flows upwards is um uh in the east right so they call it kundalini energy and i would say in in the uh the jewish tradition they would have a different sort of terminology for it It'd be like the return of shekhinah uh so this is the bottom this is like so that so the energy at the base of your spine in the jewish tradition is shekhinah or Shekinah. Mm -hmm. um, and this thing raises back up uh, into the crown. And so it's about returning and it's about bringing this union from the Shekinah to, to the, to the, to the upper part and the sort of experiences, I mean, you've, you've experienced it, but the sort of output of that energy is a different thing than the output of the energy that moves downwards. Part of the church as well, like the I mean, this is multifaceted, but on the base of the spine, right? So we're dealing with feminine energies. And so the church itself is very scared of the feminine and doesn't um, want to deal with anything that, you know, looks or talks or walks like a woman uh, or some sort of feminine energy. And so there is, you know, feminine femophobia. Uh, and so that, that doesn't help. And so the masculine energy that's moving downwards from the top, this, use those sort of simple binary terms, you know, the church is really interested in, and it has a real function and an outflow and a purpose that, um, that, that is different than the sort of awakening you'll have if you move the energy upwards. Now, um, the, the only thing that I would just add to that, the sort of when the energy, so let's say the the return of the Shekinah, like, you know, even they'll talk about it, the, 
um, the energy that when it moves upwards, it uh, really does require you though to really work on your crap. Um, you you because you're dealing with the sort of fundamental um, aspects of the things that you were raised with, that you were uh, programmed with, that you were, um, uh, you know, your traumas and just different things, those things are going to come up and, and those are going to manifest in, in, you know, different sort of ways. And if you don't have the ability to manage your emotions or manage the sort of, um, intensity that those things will bring, then yeah, like it can definitely cause like harm to an individual not say it's demonic or anything. Cause that's not the point of it. It's the, uh, it's being able to handle the power and the energy and the awareness of these things that, uh, that come up as, as those things move upwards. Um, and I think we're getting to a place where people are getting better at those sort of things and being able to manage those sort of capacities. Um, but you know, at least in the Eastern context, right? So if we use it in the Hindu context, I mean, Kundalini yoga or whatever, like they always did have a master and they had people that would take them through these things. And it wasn't because like, oh, this is some sort of like religious system. It was because like, no, there's like real things that you're going to face as you, as, as they come up. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, the downward energy flow, you don't really have that sort of baggage um you have a you have uh more of like a recalibration of the mind um and uh sort of uh awareness of more let's say cosmic and multi-dimensional perspectives and things like this um whereas the sort of lower energy that moves upwards is way more connected you're you're going to be more connected to the earth you're going to be way more connected to creation and understanding processes in creation um you'll be much more sensitive compassionate um uh, and this sort of uh you know and it, and it takes you into a sort of different sort of mode of experience that kind of brings a sort of um embodied reality to it that's a little bit different um than the sort of like top-down thing so um, I mean, it's possible, like, right. So, I mean, you can potentially say, I mean, I don't know for sure if this is the case of it, but I, I think you can hypothetically throw this up on, you know, you can pin it on a board and say, Hey, this is possible. Um, you know, Moses lifting up the, the serpent in the wilderness to get healed. I think that's a very, um, probable, um, sort of passages dealing with this and then you have jesus obviously you know uh with nicodemus and and um you know saying that uh or i guess you have the passage where jesus says that like like the serpent the son of man must be lifted up um and then there's something too and with nicodemus and trying to trying to remember what he says but he says something about like um i think it is it's the son of man being raised up so there's a movement definitely i definitely um, you know, there, there are these sort of, um, there are these different like ways in which we can engage these sort of things, um, and begin to understand them, uh, you know, and, um, but we have to learn how to integrate both, 
right? And I think sometimes like people maybe only get bent on one or it's only this or only that. But the reality of it is that both flows are very important. Um, and they both like work and do their things that, that, that are really necessary for us. And so, um, yeah, and what we're the age that we're coming into and what we're coming into next, I mean, uh, the sort of sensitivity to creation and the sort of, um, ability to feel the sort of, uh, protection and comfort and, mothering of even <clears throat> earth itself is important to deal with like certain anxieties or fears about money or work or finances and different things right as things are moving and different people are feeling different things um or even about death and life and all of these sort of like things that cause a lot of sort of like general anxiety in a lot of people a lot of that's because our root shock you know our root center root shock our root energy center however you want to put or the shekinah center um, all of these, these centers and most of us are pretty broken. Um, <clears throat> and they, um, uh, you know, and regaining that sort of harmonization and regaining that sensitivity is really important for like kind of this next phase that we're moving into to kind of maintain equilibrium. So these conversations will continue to like, you know, be important and there's going to be a lot of conversation and, um, but having a very like grounded and like real chat about it like we are like is really important to begin to kind of undress a lot of the fear that the church has put around a lot of these things absolutely and that's exactly kind of what i wanted to do with this and knowing that you are you know rooted in, in kind of a christian view and and there's no fear in in, in or there shouldn't be any fear in talking about these things and you know, would you say, I'm of the opinion, and I, I could be wrong, that so many things that we, you know, different world cultures and, and even religious beliefs or spiritual ideas, they all call the same thing different things. Like, so, for example, what is Kundalini? Um, you know, I've heard some people say that that is the flow of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if that's true or right. I mean, what would you think about that? Do you think that's two different things or... Yeah, so that's a really good question. And these are these is a really good conversation we need to be having. So I think in the initial phase, when you kind of pop out of sort of the box of uh the echo chamber of like a really limited system, the like I think for a lot of people, the first thing they really move into is sort of like a perennial perspective, which is that everything's kind of the same. And I think it's at like a I think it's a semi-healthy thing to at least like begin to explore and, and engage and like begin to um, ask questions about. But the reality of it is you get a little deeper and things like this, that the differences do emerge. Like there really is a difference between the Holy Spirit and Kundalini. And that's not to like, or let's say the Shekhinah. Like there, there really are differences. Like some people will say like, oh, well, just Chi and, and you know, Kundalini is the same thing and prana, but like even in those systems, they're not all the same thing. Like there's different types of spiritual bodies, there's different types of energies. You wouldn't say that, you know, your heart and your lung is the same thing, even though they're both organs, right? But and they're both right here and they both keep you alive. And so we do a lot of that. We say, oh, the like because we because our spiritual informational understanding of reality is so 
um, a lot of it's very baby where we're at right now that it's really hard for us to then begin to like actually see what the differences are um, and what these specific things are. And does the Holy Spirit flow through those ener that energy in the body? Oh, totally. But it's also a different force that is doing different things as well. So, um, and yeah, so I mean, like, even, even like, uh, you know, like a basic one, like chi versus like prana, you know, when you dive into those like topics, there's a lot of similarities, but then there are like some differences as well. Um, and like, honestly, the differences are really important because those are actually the, like the clues that give you the understanding for what it actually is. Right. Um, so at least that's how I understand it. And that's how I've engaged it. And that's how I've, um, you know, have uncovered it over, you know, period of right. time. And, and I, th I think that's a really important point to make is that now there are many, many people who, uh, you know, have been trapped in a fundamentalist viewpoint, are getting free of that and are discovering these things. And my observation is some people will swing from one side completely to the other way, where it's like now everything's Kundalini and everything's, you know, they know oh, everything about the other side. And it's like, you know, we need to have the, 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 the fearless, nuanced conversation. Yeah. Um, and, and to understand these things, because I'm not an expert. I know of these things. I've, I've researched a lot of these things, you know. Um, and, and, I, and I will listen to a, a Hindu talk about his meditative practices. I'll, I'll listen to a, a I don't know, a, a, a Buddhist talk about their meditative practice, and I'll get a lot from it. But I will convert that in myself into a way that I is my spiritual practice, which totally. is centered, you know, um, and, and that doesn't mean they're wrong and I'm right and vice versa. It's just, that's my practice. And they would say, brilliant, go for it. You know, namaste, yeah. you know, it's the same. It's the Christ in me is the Christ in you, you know, totally. um, but, but I think that to, to, to like to gain understanding over these different kind of, you, you mentioned Eastern, ideas i mean people think it makes me laugh when when christians say you've got to be careful of them eastern religions as if jerusalem is like somewhere north of skegness you know totally that's somewhere in the uk by the way yeah. um you know it, it's it is an eastern it comes from an eastern philosophy and idea you know judaism and and you know the jewish thought which is the fund the ground or the, the foundation of christian thought yes it's been europeanized if that's a word um, but I think what we're doing is we're finding the roots again of the mm -hmm. faith and it ties in a lot with these other spiritual ideas. Totally. Um, and, it, and it's a beautiful journey. Um, yeah. it's, you do tend to meet resistance from fundamentalists um, that were somehow now demon possessed and all this kind of stuff. But, totally. but there's something breaking open of, of human consciousness. It's not just Christians, but you know, even I see in the Islamic community, you know, that they are researching these meditative practices and mm. putting them into motion. And, you know, yes, they have their daily prayers, but they, they are doing breath work. Um, mm. And it's like, it's a it's brilliant to see. I mean, totally. do you have only Christians come to you or do you have people of all different kind of beliefs and backgrounds? Um, I would say like majority of like, the, at least the, the on Ruach is, if not everyone is probably Christian. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've obviously have spent time with a bunch of different groups and different peoples at different levels of things. Um, but that's primarily like the people that, that I work with. Um, you know, but, you know, as, to bounce off what you're saying, I mean, this is the age or the time where East is meeting West and West is meeting East and there's nothing we can do about it with it. Like it's, it's just going to happen. Uh, and I think it's really good for us. And, um, I think there's a lot of even Christian things, um, that have been lost, um, that will be real reawakened and our has been reawakening and is reawakening in, you know, in convergence with Eastern philosophy and, um, Eastern metaphysics and things like this, that, you know, had ripples in Western sort of things like a Meister Eckhart or something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, was still just a really small minority of, of, of mystics. Um, and so, you know, this sort of convergence point is really interesting, the time that we're in right now. Uh, and, you know, just tell people like, just buckle up and just be ready to change because, right. uh, it's we're we're really privileged actually to to like not be you know in the 1800s in the middle of a prairie somewhere where all you'll ever get is some like local pastor that doesn't really know anything and you know you don't have access to anything you may not even be able to read and what you get is what you get at that like baptist church at a pulpit on a sunday you know and like that's that's rough um and so, you know, the fact that we're not, you know, that we're, we're very uh, privileged and, and, and I'm very thankful that that's not my reality. Uh, and, but the, the t- side part of that, the other side of that is there's so much misinformation out there that people can land on. Oh, it's, totally. It's easy. And, and um, gosh, some, I was literally watching Little House on the Prairie yesterday. I don't <laughs> I, I don't know why it just like went through the channels and it came on and I was like, Oh my God, that just seems amazing. Like, why can't we go back to that? But I mean, yeah. on a physical level, there is a, some, there is a, the relief to that, but on like a spiritual level, you probably wouldn't be as interested yeah. in some of it, but you're totally right. And there's so much misinformation. There's so much junk out there. Uh, and there's just, you know, but that's part of the process of like learning to actually like thought, like gain in like intuition and gain discernment and like being able to like tell like this is crap, like this isn't this this person, like this is no, like this this isn't very good or this isn't true. Um, and being able to like really feel into that and, and really develop that skill is so important right now as well thinking for yourself oh my god what a concept yeah and and speaking of the east meets west i mean let's not forget that five over 500 verses that jesus quoted are actually buddhism (laughs) you know so there's all of that where you know there's a lot of texts that say that jesus studied all of that you know so it, it is what it is. And I just love people who are great with doing the digging, having the courage to look, having the courage to think for themselves, ask the questions, 
be willing to look foolish, get kicked out of places, you know, all the things, you know, in the name of love, in the name of truth, in the name of the journey or the experience. Um, totally. And we're seeing that, you know, I think there's a mass exodus of people leaving these programs, um, especially with some of the catalysts that we've had in the last few years that were meant for a social engineering division, but actually I think caused an, a ripple effect um, kickback um, where people were like, well, that's a little bit too much. And wait a minute, what am I thinking? And why am I doing this? And, you know, where did I get this information? And where do they get the information? And why, why did I believe all that for all these years? And, you know, I think that for me, when I started my exodus, um, I was down, really down, um, and felt duped and, you know, went into a little bit of a depression, not just because of the way that people treated me that I thought loved me and mm -hmm. expressed unconditional love and taught unconditional love. Um, but the minute that I asked questions and or wanted to bring an electric car, guitar in the church or whatever, I mean, I've just always, you know, we did dream interpretations at new age fairs and what have you. And that was bad. And, you know, prophetic readings at new age fairs and that was bad. I was just like, Oh my gosh, can we just, love people where they are and let people have their own beliefs without feeling like, you know, I said this earlier to, with Barbara, uh, you know, being afraid to catch a demon or, you know, being accused of things or being outed, you know, it's like, where's the love? Where is the love that everyone is supposedly teaching and walking in? And you really find out who your actual friends are when, you decide to make this um, conscious decision to explore and to be open. And I have a lot of empathy for people who are stuck there and who send messages, you know, of condemnation or correction. Um, sometimes uh, a little, it's, it's actually a little annoying at times, but then I have to go back and go, okay, you know what? I was there with the Turner burn t-shirt and the honk if you love piece of shit. And so I love Jesus and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just, but there's so much more. There's so much more. There is so much more. Mm -hmm. And that's part of why we're here. And I just encourage anybody who's watching. It's okay. Like relax, like just do the digging, do your thing, feel, do what's right for you. And if this isn't right for you, like, please scroll on. Like I have no problem, but what I do have a problem is when people want to fight and divide and get on my own personal page and like debate and argue about me and my life and people who don't even know me or people who haven't talked to me or people who don't really care to ask or don't want to learn, but they're just like, this is what it is and you're wrong you know it's like okay you know anyway so i know totally. you have your stuff too with that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm growing up and slowly but surely you know like i i was I, I joke about it occasionally you know i was always that guy i would have i would have pumped someone's lights out for the lord you know <laughs> because i'm right you know i was very fundamental um mm. and um I don't know, it was about, I mean, about, about 2016, it was like a, a switch went off um, and, and like just consciousness just expanded, just went kaboom, you know, mm. and it was a very, very powerful experience and it's, it's ongoing, you know, and that's why we're having conversations like this. Um, do, do you deal with kind of like, I'll, I'll say astrology, the stars, 
um, and cosmic events at all. Is that a part of your practice? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, big time. That's what I was thinking. You, you, you sort of alluded to that a little bit. Just how do you integrate that into your into your practice and what you do? Yeah. Um, well, I'm aware of the movements of like what's upcoming and what's current. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's a language. So, you know, like let's say in Genesis 1, it says there are for signs and for seasons and days and years and signs require reading. Uh, and you have to know the language of a sign. Um, and so the first step in all of this is being able to develop the understanding of many layers of different things that exist at one time when you, when you, you know, can get decently fluent in it. Um, and so, uh, it's like, uh, you know, reading a cosmic newspaper and, um, just gives me some sort of heads up with people or myself, or, um, I definitely really like to help people, uh, get an understanding of like why they're here and purposes and like things that they're going to be overcoming, what they have overcome, like different giftings, what they're really good at, um, things like this that I can also pull from it. Uh, and so it's multifaceted depending on a site. There's a psychological level, there's a forecasting level, there's a, uh, you know, a personal sort of like transformational aspect that obviously I, I work with as well. Um, and so, yeah, there's like kind of different layers to it, depending on what comes up. Yeah. So, so is it, is it like giving like someone, a, a, a an astrology reading? Cause we've had quite a few guests on that's all, um, about, you know, people who, who connect into the stars and we'll give you a, a reading based on where planetary alignments and that kind of thing. Um, and you know, yeah, we've taken some heat, haven't we, Sharnel, for that kind of thing, you know, um, yeah, I mean, the natal chart stuff is like, yeah, the, I mean, that's how you what you work with, like being able to like, look at, hey, where's the sun? Where's, you know, where's the moon today? Where, you know, where's Saturn, you know, Saturn, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So understanding the whole cosmic movements, right? So in the ancient world, these, uh, these bodies, um, celestial bodies were not just physical, um, you know, manifestations they existed in different realms and uh, in different realms, they existed as um, intelligent spheres of beings. And you could say, Um, but they uh, managed the sort of collective evolution of the world um, and dealt with the sort of like growth that humanity's on. And, you know, you have, a, it's everywhere in the Bible. Like there's a ton of scriptural stuff. Like, you know, Daniel was the chief of the astrologers. Jesus said, Hey, you know, when the time comes, look up the sun and the moon and stars. We'll tell you. So even Jesus tells you to look at the sun and moon and stars. Um, nice. I don't, I don't remember see, hearing that. That's good. I like that. Uh, you know, then you got the Magi that followed the star. You got a bunch of stuff in the book of revelation. You got Jesus being given the, you know, the morning star, which is Venus. Um, you know, so, uh, which I think is, I believe in Venus in retrograde, which is another interesting thing. Venus is an interesting, uh, you know, thing, there's stuff we could go into, but, uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot that's there. Um, and, you know, it wasn't until much later that these things became demonized, uh, you know, and seen as something negative. I mean, for a long time, this was a very basic, uh, you know, tool of understanding things and uh, being able to understand 
you know, the sort of processes that people were going through and what the world is going through and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So, um, but yeah, it's a really important tool that more people, especially like millennials, like younger, like my generation, like it's pretty normal and common, uh, you know, having conversations about these sort of things. Um, and it's good because it's, 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 you know, connecting people to a deeper part of themselves and it's allowing them to get a deeper understanding of who they are, what, where they're heading and, you know, what God has for them. Um, and these sort of divine harmonizations that are taking place in their life at any given moment. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, so anyways, there's, this could be a whole other hour or whatever, but, um, we are kind yeah. of just like skimming over things. Um, but one thing I, I really wanted to ask you before we uh, we end is big thing that we've been on. Uh, one of the things that connected Charnel and I, aliens. <laughs> the big A. Sorry. The big A. The aliens. The big A. I mean, it's it's huge. I mean, we <clears throat> we have friends who are full on in. I don't know if you are aware of kind of like the disclosure community, totally. uh, which is people who are sort of fighting for. The revealing of kind of clandestine governmental projects with extraterrestrial beings and you know um i'm all about that stuff I, i'm really fascinated with it i, I am a, a firm believer in, in in a lot of this stuff yes there's a lot of misinformation out there absolutely like with everything um but from a a, a, a deeply contemplative spiritual practice do you work with these beings or uh, is it a part of your your practice i mean do you incorporate it at all? Is, is it a part of what you do? Um, I mean, it depends on how you define alien, right? So if something's not here, I mean, technically an archangel would be or an angel, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, I mean, if we use, you know, the sort of con like context of like, let's say like a gray or something like that mm -hmm. in that sort of context. No, I mean, I, I, I don't personally work with those types of beings. I've had some negative stuff and so there's i think one of the things i definitely see is people think that they're everything's good out there and that's definitely not the case right um there is definitely some things that are that are not on the friendly side of things but obviously disclosure is happening you know it's moving fairly quickly i would say um you know it's a it's a ramp up to uh, you know, get the collective to begin to understand outside of their sort of really limited materialistic perspective of the universe. Um, and a lot of new questions and new uh, metaphysics and ideas of reality are going to emerge and thank God. Um, and, you know, uh, as certain things get revealed. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, in terms of like the big A stuff, uh it's it's um you know i think like any person that's spiritual is going to have a level of curiosity interest and also just a sort of pulse on like what's going on with it because you know there's very clearly things that are here like there's no doubt about it right um you know the question is how many what is it what's positive what's negative you know where are they coming from you know uh, you know, and all of those sort of questions are obviously on the table. And I think the answers are like super vast, depending on what's coming. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a simple black and white answer with any of this. 
Um, I think it's pretty complex, actually, and I think it's part of the reason that they haven't disclosed it to a certain extent. I think that they're still wrapping their head around, um, you know, the fact like how big this reality is. It's really, really big, and it's extremely vast, and it's, uh, you know just in the material plane alone, just on earth, think about how many different types of insects and bugs and animals and things. And you take that to a cosmic level and then ramp that up times, a, you know, a million. And, you know, you're just starting to get an understanding of the sort of reality that we live in. And that's not even including the sort of like multidimensional perspective of things as well. And, um, and also different realms and different sort of spiritual worlds and things. And so it's, it's extremely vast and the di- things that are coming here are not all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and that complicates it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like the one thing is like, if someone's like worried about it or fearful or something is that, um, you know, like uh, just really focus on your own personal growth and your own like spiritual, like, like, thing like connect with god work on your own spiritual growth see where you're you know you know an asshole figure that out work on your junk yeah you know, uh, like transform that. and you know develop you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah and you know we're, we're we're you know develop where you need to like transform your heart and you know yeah. these sort of things yeah they'll come in but like it's so vast and it's so complex that like getting a complete understanding of it is like trying to get a complete understanding of the Amazon jungle, but like, you know, with a blindfold on. Right. Thank yeah. you. Love it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't, that's what I'm saying is like, if you don't like it, scroll on, like it's you okay. Don't, you don't have, you're not forced to debate. You're not forced to fight. You're not forced to correct or be right or to make someone think the way you do. It's like, it's okay. Like just, I keep saying it, but it's just like, relax, folks. Like, it's cool. Like, do your thing. Be you. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Like, in a marathon, you're not, even it says in the Bible, don't look when you're running in the race. Like, who cares about what's going on left or right? You got your way. Do you, you know? And so I love that we're ending on that note because that's kind of the whole thing about what, what the show is about is finding diversity on purpose not for argue or debate but just to invite people to think for themselves to look at other things differently to have a different perspective and to have the courage to do that and be okay with that and just you know not not anything forced or you this is the way you know but just have conversations you know and that is not wrong it's not a bad thing to have conversations about different things that maybe you didn't grow up thinking or learning or living um so but anyway we're at the time where we got to go and um, this has been super quick and very fun and i just yeah, think you're awesome you oh and no thank you how yes, um, sure. how can people find you um before we um go? yeah so you can find me on ruach it's r-o-o-a-k-h.com um like i said do some mysticism courses uh class like every couple weeks do meditations weekly meditations um pop on there and you know we go into a lot of deep things uh for sure so um we we have a lot of fun awesome and i am at swiftfire.org drsharnell.com 
we also have courses, books, different resources, grounding devices, zappers for parasites, all that natural things, but lots of fun spiritual things too, if you guys want to check it out. And also just want to remind you that we have our members meeting every month. Um, for those of you who are interested in joining as a member, we definitely appreciate you guys um, who are out there helping support this channel to keep going and doing our thing. Um, it only is um, the price of a coffee, you know, for a whole month and you get a lot of different content, uh, a lot of opportunities to participate and hang out on, on a one-on-one -on -one basis where we actually look at each other's faces and have conversations on a Zoom um, and participate with each other and have different guests and content that isn't out there public, uh, as well as giveaways and kind of fun discounts and things like that. So definitely consider that. Um, and of course, Craig, you have your meditation channel and where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's Craig W Ascension meditation. It's I do, I'm music. I do music, um, using frequencies. Um, Taylor, feel free to have a look. Um, oh yeah. We'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, I like, I like really sort of ethereal big soundscapes. It helps me in my oh, meditation. Yeah. That's what I, I started it for my own enjoyment and indulgence. And then I forgot about it. And then one time I looked, oh, it's, what, a video's got 10,000 views, you know. Um, <laughs> so I kind of picked it up again and I've been doing a few videos on that. So I really enjoy it again. I do it for my, <laughs> my own pleasure and I share it with everyone. Um, I'm in a band called Nth Ascension. I do play drums. Um, it's sort of progressive rock. We do tune to 432 Hertz as well, um, if that's your thing. Um, but yeah, check us out. I'm on Facebook, Craig Martin Walker, and I like to connect with people and argue on that. And I mean, talk to people on there. <laughs> I'm joking. But, a, little uh, yeah. argue, a little argue. But, <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, um, let's do it again, guys. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I think I think that you're a treasure trove um, of, of knowledge and understanding, and I really would like to tap into that a bit more. So I'd love to have you back at some point. Awesome. Yes, yes, awesome. You guys have a great day. And everybody who's watching, don't forget, September 24th is our next meeting and we are here every single Thursday at noon central. And if you can't catch the live, um, definitely go to YouTube and you can always see the, the back um, episodes that we have as well. We're on all kinds of different Spotify, um, all the platforms for podcasts as well. And um, you can find us there. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for joining us and talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.